Hello, and welcome back to Stern Chats, a podcast that explores the untold stories from the NYU Stern community. My name is Chris Metz. In this episode, we will explore parenthood at Stern, whether folks became a parent while attending Stern or were already a parent when they embarked on this journey. This topic is personal for me as I became a father about seven weeks ago. Today, we have Faye, Pallavi, and Jamin joining me all classmates of mine who have happily answered the call to become a guest on the show. Hi, my name is Chairman. Um, I am a Langone student, full-time. I work at Unilever in the finance team. I became a father about four weeks ago, closing in on five. So it's been recent. This is my second semester, um, and it's been a real journey because I'm also taking three classes. So with the, with one of them being an EFL, which attaches me to a, a another almost like a part-time gig, working with another startup and stuff like that. So it's it's been it's been fun. Hey, I'm Pallavi. Um, I'm a Langone student, started in 2020. I became a mom in my fall 2021 semester, and my daughter is uh, two years now. So she's literally been going through the MBA journey with me. Um, Apart from classes, I am a senior product manager for Walmart e-commerce. Fun fact, I also made a pivot from software engineering to product management during my maternity leave and while at Stern. So a lot to chat about there. Yeah, so that's me. Hi everyone, Faye Chung here. I have two kids. They are now 10 and 12. Uh, So I applaud my other three colleagues here who have decided to have children while in the uh, MBA program. I definitely did not and I have regrets and I'm sure we can dive into it later. But it was definitely something that I had postponed because I wanted to expand the family. Um, but I'm here now. I'm also part of the Langone program. I joined in fall 2020. This is my last semester. So, you know, the, the finish line is in sight for me. And I work at Weight Watchers. Thank you for everyone for coming and uh, joining me on this episode. For those who don't know, I am also a Langone student. And I work for NYU uh, in the Office of Compliance and Ethics. So to start us off, I would like to say, you know, we are all in this journey together and having gone through having children while being students is definitely a difficult challenge. Pallavi, I I think you you have sort of, you're sort of the, the torchbearer for me and Jamin right now because you, you have started before us. And uh, we, you know, we can look to you as a bit of an example for us. So, tell us about some of the the challenges that you've had in the uh, two years that you had your wonderful child with you, sort of participating in this journey. Thanks uh, for asking that. Um, I think my challenges started um, right through pregnancy because it's it's hard to go through a pregnancy, especially during COVID time and. Also, because um, I was taking the core courses, my background is software engineering, so accounting is not really for me. It will never be for me, I guess. Um, so it was really hard navigating the classes and also going through all those changes and also trying to network and make friends because I was pregnant when we just started. And also learn to say no at a point, I think, uh, where I cannot hang out any longer. So that was before. And after that, the biggest problem I had was like scheduling everything. I wanted to be 100% for my baby. I wanted to be 100% at work. And I also wanted to be 100% 
in the classes, but also have time for like family time with my husband and also have friends. So it's it's a lot to juggle. I think it's been it was really hard the first one year and then slowly I guess the biggest learning I had was it's okay to say no. As I became confident in all the other parts of my life, I realized that it's time to prioritize and pick what is most important. So I don't see my friends as often and I'm fine with that because I know there are other parts of my life that need more attention right now. That's that's wonderful insight and you know, I am currently on parental leave so I I don't, that's one less thing I need to worry about at the moment is work and being 100% for work. So right now it's just being 100% for my family and for 100% for uh, school. So definitely can appreciate, you know, that whole struggle and that pull. And I feel like it's also difficult too, where in Stern, a lot of the social events are usually geared around towards evenings out and usually around alcohol and usually more often than not right out, you know, the happy hours that happen right after class. And if you're on campus, class is ending at 9 p.m. for, for us Langone folks. So to do that and then have children, or I feel like that's quite difficult. And then I don't know if you disclosed your pregnancy while being a, uh, a student at Stern, but I, I imagine, you know, being around all those social events and saying, you know, having to say no because of a personal reason, you know, might be more challenging too. Jamin, uh, I know I'm, we're not going to try and have you speak too much, but I am interested in the fact that you're in the EFL and sort of taking on a part-time job, as you said, while also being uh, a new parent. And So I think I've, I've had some luck with me, I, I would say. I, I'm, so I my wife and I, like, Sorry, obviously I we knew that we were expecting in, in the semester so we're discussing like you know how do, what do we want to do should i take last classes should i skip a semester um or should i just take a full load because I, i'm in the accelerated program i think our goal was to just get it done as soon as possible so then we have we can focus on other things and i think like even if you do it a class or two at a time like lingo like do a studying is a commitment um at least depending on what you want to get out of it if you're just trying to get a degree then it's that but if you really want to learn and put in some time then it's a commitment, right? So um, uh, I had my mother-in-law coming in from India to help out with a couple of months. My mother also lives around. So my wife and I decided like, you know, you know, for now, because her mom is coming until January. So all of the um, uh, fall semester, uh, let's take three classes and then we'll reassess once the next semester comes up to say, hey, should we, you know, pull back a little bit. and. And um, EFL, I, I don't know what made me like take on EFL at this point in time. I saw the experimental application, I applied, somehow I got in. Didn't really think through the um, workload, but luckily I've been partnered with uh, um, a really nice startup that's like very flexible. Luckily they are located in the New York area, so my timing works out. I work at Unilever and their work-life balance is pretty good, they're very flexible. So it, it helps the cause. So I try to do all of my schoolwork and and EFL related things, um, you know, around Unilever, right? So I, I have to be committed to the, my full time job um, and things like that. And they're also paying for a part part of it, so I can't take you know that for granted. So I try to get all of my Unilever stuff done, and then nights and weekends and stuff like that, I put some time towards things. Um, 
but yeah like that's the situation but it, it's 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 a commitment some days like i i have two classes on thursdays so a thursday is a, is a mission for me so i have a efl in the morning nine to twelve then i work in between and then i have a class six to nine and then i go home so and so yeah and yeah so it's like that day i try to get everything done um and in terms of the social that you mentioned I agree. I feel like a lot of the um, after-class events and stuff I can't go to. Like it is what it is. Um, and, and you know, once you become a parent, you kind of realize like you have to prioritize. Sometimes I try to see if I can attend the networking event because that is, you know, a big part of doing your MBA at NYU, especially. So, you know, I try to prioritize as much as I can, and you know, I put at least family first um, as much as I can. But yeah. Were you able to take any uh, parental leave time uh, or are you waiting to take that? Because I know often when you have a new child, uh, you have up to a year, I believe, to take uh, a leave. So I don't know if you're taking it now or you wait to take it or, you know. Yeah, so I, I have eight weeks I can take and technically I can bundle it with my you know vacation and stuff to extend that a bit. Um, but I'm, I'm waiting on it because I have some help right now. So we're going to wait till next semester to see when she goes. Um, we're trying to avoid putting our son to um, in, in a daycare, um, at least until he's closer to one year old. So we're trying to leverage even my wife. She, she works for Amazon and she has um, two and a half months of parent, oh, sorry, a maternity leave and then about six weeks of parental leave, which she can flex. So she's also holding off on the... Um, the parental part until like we can coordinate how we want to take it and you know to make the best out of it hey have you forgotten about you so as you reflect on some of the statements that we've shared here what sort of insights can you give for us at the beginning of the journey or the earlier stages of the journey yeah I, where do i start so i think you know everyone always talks about like what your support looks like and it really is what you make of it and I think as a new parent or even like if your kids are a little bit older you that support will come in many different forms and my support is not going to look like yours I when I first started school and again I I wish I decided to do this when I first thought of it as opposed to thinking I I want to focus on my career so let me just do that and then hey I think I want to have kids um and now and now when i finally did decide it my kids were seven and nine years old right the timing is never going to be right but when you do decide that the the initial support comes from your immediate family and so my kids were old enough to um have that discussion with me along with my partner and that included the the this discussion about do you support me and if you do there's got to be a shift of responsibilities whether it's small or large um, your partner can pinch, uh, pitch in, your kids might be able to if they're a little bit older, um, setting up a schedule and creating clear boundaries. And my schedule, and I kept with it my entire three years here, was my school was always Tuesdays and Thursday uh, nights. And it, it never, ever differed because my partner had to be home Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so if there was a class on a Wednesday that I really wanted to. It was tough luck. You're going to have to wait until the following semester. Um, you can't take it if it doesn't hit the Tuesday, Thursday um, schedule. 
I leaned on my in-laws and my parents. Um, my parents are a little bit further out, so it wasn't necessarily them watching over my kids, but my freezer to this day is still stocked with uh, dinners that I can just immediately heat up, and I am no longer a great cook because of that. Um, after school programs, like I would take my kids to extracurricular activities or they might be in after uh, care, whether they're doing Taekwondo or swimming, I was doing assignments or doing my reading while I waited for them. Um, taking advantage of Zoom classes um, definitely helped as well because it, it really did eliminate commute times and like logistical problems. I I heard, uh, Jimin, you say you're taking three classes right now. I actually took a summer off because for me, there was this period of time where I thought, you know what, like, I really wanted to be very, very present for my kids um, and spend this uninterrupted summer with them while they still wanted to hang out with mom. And so that was like, really, really great for me. And yes, I'm graduating a little bit later, but it ended up being so beneficial. And I just wanted to round back um, to what Jimin had said about him also doing EFL. And for anyone who's listening, um, you, you heard him talk about having a young infant and doing EFL and doing work and doing school. I also did the EFL program. Older kids also school, also work. And so um, you can do it. If you're, if you're thinking about this, if you think you can't do it, you just have to take that first step and you're going to find a way. You really will. I like what Faye said. I just want to say that if you want to do it, you can do it. To talk about me and my case, um, we didn't have any support from parents because it was during COVID time and they couldn't travel back and forth. So my village looked very different. Uh, my village involved our daycare. Uh, my daughter had to start daycare quite early in her life, and that's what it was. Um, her teachers became our village. The community of friends I made where I live became our village. You will find a way, and all of us are at NYU Stern, so we all have the gumption and, I guess, the determination to make it work. So I've had a lot of people ask, oh, but how are you managing you will find a way, even if you don't have a plan for the whole semester. If you have a plan for the next day, you can make it work and you just take it day after day. Pallavi, that's beautifully said. Um, I, I know in the in the pre-show, uh, Faye, you mentioned that you're doing a DBI uh, this semester. So I'm intrigued about that because I would love to do a DBI, but I'm also intrigued on also being a parent and doing it. So can you sort of share more on that? Yes. And again, I have a very, very supportive partner. I also have a, a great job, really great, a really great mentor who also works for there. I have a sponsor who's very, very supportive over there. It, I think it really is much about setting it up um, and having those conversations and being very vocal because for at least this group, we, we all have jobs. And so it's not just about being vocal with your partner or that tribe or support network. Um, but you know, to your employer and ensuring that they're okay with it. And so I am very excited to finish the program with a DBI at uh, South Africa. I will be, the program is for two weeks and I'm actually doing a three week. So I, I've added on an additional week um, because I probably won't have the opportunity to go to South Africa again. 
Um, and that required a lot of conversation with uh, my husband to ensure that he was supportive and also the kids to make sure that they were okay with us too. And then for those that may not know, a DBI is a doing business in and where you basically do a short intensive class for credit in a foreign country, whether it's South Africa or France. Uh, Argentina, I believe, is another program. Uh, Panama. Uh, I think it's a wonderful program and a wonderful opportunity. The one that I'm targeting, if I get to do one, would be the Cannes Film Festival one because, uh, well, I love the I love film and uh, maybe this is me sort of vision boarding it and uh, putting it out of the universe. So for me, this semester, I've taken advantage of the online class. Like you said, uh, Faye, it helps with the logistics hugely because if I was, even though I'm on leave from work, to have to do the, you know, three-hour round-trip commute from going there, coming back, that's that would be additional time and stress. And I think, you know, especially now, as sort of adjusting to this new paradigm shift, it would be too much for me. I don't know if I mean, if you guys have taken advantage of any of the online courses. Uh, if you can expand on that, if you have, and if you haven't, would you take them in the future? Yeah, I definitely took advantage of online courses and especially for the first one year of my daughter's life. I think I just took one in-person course for t- two semesters. And even now I take one online and one in-person and I timed it like Faye said, it requires a lot of coordination with your partner. So Mondays and Tuesdays when my husband goes to work, I take an online class. And again, this is where my work stepped in. I was able to talk to them and explain my situation and it kind of changed the days that I go into work. So even though we were supposed to go to work on Tuesdays, I'm able to stay home, take care of other things, reduce the commute time, and also do an online class. And and I've also have to say that teachers are really friendly. There have been times when my daughter would come and like crawl in and then start listening to the class, and they were pretty cool about it. I feel like most of the teachers, if not all of them, they understand. So for me, um, I, I haven't taken any online classes just yet, but the upcoming winter intensives and stuff like that, I'm trying to do online. So I'm taking strategy one, strategy two online. Um, next semester, uh, we are. Uh, I'm thinking about just cutting it back to two classes and things like that. Um, I, I did look into some of the online classes, but a lot of the offerings I didn't really want to take. I was trying to take classes that would help me kind of be more impactful in my EFL experience. So to give you some idea, my EFL, it's like a digital tech startup that is around blockchain. Um, I understand like high level blockchain, but I don't know any details. So I'm trying to take the blockchain. There's only one blockchain class that Stern has. I'm trying to take it. I think the lottery results haven't really been released, but when I look at my bookstore or whatnot, I see it there. So I'm like, fingers crossed. Um, the, so I'm trying to take that and the, um, EFL, maybe an entrepreneurship class if I do end up taking three. Um, but nothing, nothing online just yet. I feel like Unilever, um, is really flexible because they have a two day in office hybrid policy, but the two days are not like set you can go whenever you want. So I can't change around if I need to like go whenever I want. And then. Some days, like my manager and like the overall company is very flexible. Like some weeks you can't go in, which is fine. Like you, as long as you get your work done, you, you that's it, right? So, um, and you know they were 
you know, generous enough to even take let me take a morning class to begin with. So they're they're super flexible there. So like I feel like I have a good system that's set at the moment. So I'm not trying to play around, play too too much around, just because I don't want to break anything or ruin any um, relationships and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, doing that. So I haven't really looked into the DBI and all of that. Um, and mostly, mainly because I think some of the the courses or like the like the subject the subject that's teaching, it's not really too much of an interest for me. It would be a good for like maybe networking and things like that. But I'm trying to get a lot of like as much value as possible. I'm trying to take specific classes that I really am looking to learn out of. So, you know, that's why I haven't really explored that. So I'm trying to take as many um, experimental classes as, as much as possible. I think that's such a great point because um, we're all already in school. So that the end game of getting that uh, degree, that's already in sight. You know you're going to get it. And so it really is much more about, okay, while you're here, what is your journey going to look like? You got to figure out your goal because it's no longer just getting that degree you already have that it's within reach what do you, what are those goals what do you want to experience um and what you need to do in order to get there whether it is um doing the efl program or maybe there's a specific specialization or for me this dbi because when i was in undergrad i never did semester abroad so even coming in it was something that i was constantly kind of talking about like i i really would like to do this and now you know i i finally do yeah i completely agree um for me it was i knew right from the start that I wanted to pivot to product management. That's something that I wanted to do. Um, so I have that goal in mind. I know I'm going to get the degree. And so now what what can I do? I basically work backwards. It's I want to get into that profession. So what do I need to do? Go there. What are the classes that I need to take? And then how can I work these classes into my schedule? Whether it means postponing the class to another semester or like taking just one class a semester because that's not what you want because you have six years time here and that's the flexibility that Langone offers. So that, that was the goal for me. It was not to finish the degree as soon as possible, but for me it was to take meaningful classes that will let me get to where I want to be. Yeah. Coming in, I know I wanted to do global business and then business and law because I'm also a licensed attorney. So I, I, I wanted to sort of marry the two interests of law and business. So uh, if there's a third one that comes up, I, I might want to do leadership because so far of the classes I've taken, my uh, LIO class is probably the best grade I've gotten. So uh, I think maybe there's something there. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a, something is calling out to me to go for leadership. So who knows? I think the opportunity to explore as well. You know, even if you have ideas and, and things that we might be interested in, but the uh, opportunity to explore new possibilities is, is great to be uh, while, it, you know, you know, that growth opportunity. It's how do we want to explore this growth while being at Stern and getting the MBA? Can I mention one thing? I feel like I feel like I need to I need to give a shout out to if you're a mother and, and you're at Langone like you're a new mother and you're at Langone, you get a lot of props because I feel like my wife right now, she does things that obviously I can't do. So we're breastfeeding, things things like that. Like I think mothers have it a lot harder in the initial stages 
than than fathers do. So you know, if you're doing that, and you, I mean, I have to give you a shout out. Like you're doing a really great job. Um, you you know, keep it up. But yeah, I just want to, you know, throw that out there. Like being a father, I think you know it's it's different, but initially there's only so much you can do. Agreed, Jamin. I am in awe of what my wife is doing. So. Pallavi, major props to you. I think you're doing a lot more than what myself or Jamin could do. So especially in those early stages. So you went through it while at Stern. It's very commendable and very admirable. Oh, thank you. I mean, um, I just want to put it out there that I, I read this quote early into this journey. It's like, imagine it's like you're juggling and not every ball is made of glass. Some are plastic. It's okay to fall. Some are glass, which is important at that moment. And so think about what the priorities are. Initially for me, my daughter was made of glass, so I had to be very careful. And I had to dedicate a lot of time. Slowly other things, like when I was trying to change my job, the interview process became more important. So my husband picked up a lot more of the slack than what I could have asked or imagined. It keeps changing. And just want to say, like, if I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. I love that analogy. And I'll, I'll add another ball in some of those things that you're juggling may be snowballs, meaning if you let it drop, it will melt, it will disappear, and you won't even notice it. It is not something that you really need to spend any time and attention on and trying to identify what those snowballs are so that you can just move it to the side and focus on what's important is um, going to be essential. And whether or not you are listening and you, uh, you're a new parent, you're thinking about becoming a, a parent, you're pregnant, um, or you're, you're not and you don't have an interest right now, we all have so much in our lives and life just gets in the way, right? Like we might be holding jobs or you might be getting your degree and you're a full-time student and you've got that full course load. You have friends and parents and siblings and pets that might lean on you. And so... Um, trying to figure out that balance and what you can kind of like table for now is something that's super important and we should all take a moment to decide what those things are. And I guess, I guess like uh, one more thing in terms of from NYU, for instance, like you have six years. So if you need to, you need to pause for like a year, then, then I would recommend you do that too. Right. So, you know, I think, you, you know, when you have, if you are a parent or you're trying to become a parent or whatnot, like I think that should take priority over anything else um school work and i think everything else can be replaced but yeah thank you jamin uh yeah yeah the the fact that we do have the six years it is a good flexible uh option you know so if you need to slow down do one uh, course a semester that's fine if you need to just stop for an entire semester that's also fine so uh, i guess that sort of quarterly check-in you need to do it yourself to see what you're capable of doing for the next quarter and sort of being able to plan out and prioritize and schedule that is definitely very key and clutch very excellent and wonderful insights from all of you thank you very much for agreeing to be here today and for coming on um is uh you know for a any other final thoughts Understand excellence and not perfection. You do not need to be perfect at everything that you do. I know your type. We're all at NYU, so we all tend to be overachievers. And so seek that excellence, not perfection. 
Yeah, and your GPA doesn't matter, so don't stress over your GPA or grades you're getting in your exam. Trying to learn more than worrying about exams was my takeaway. I mean, I love my A's, but at the same time, like, it is what it is. You can't disclose it anyway, so don't stress over it. Um, I would end by saying ask for help. Um, mental health is real, postpartum for dads and for moms. Postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression is real. If you need help, ask for it. And why you have resources, your family would have resources. And nobody can come to your help or rescue unless you ask for it. So put everything aside and prioritize. I know as parents, we want to prioritize our kids. Um, there's almost nobility in that sacrifice, but prioritize your mental health and your physical health first, because otherwise nothing else is there, right? So ask for help and take care of your mental health. That's wonderful. Uh, to round it out, you know, excellence, not perfection. Grades don't ma- matter and don't be afraid to ask for help. So I hope anyone listening uh, can take these little nuggets of wisdom and uh, go forth. Uh, thank you for joining us today and uh, have a great day.